This podcast is presented to you by High Desert Word Center in Barstow, California. For more information, visit hdwc.org. What I'm teaching on tonight, I did not write after the news of the day. What I wrote, I cannot, my mind, believe, wow, God gave me this before I even knew about today. And so I'm going to read my, my opening thing. I always start off saying a little bit. I, I had things written down here, and after today, you're going to see we are a spirit-filled church. We're a spirit-led church, and there's no need of any of you to live in fear. To be messed up and goofed up about politics, COVID, or anything else. You know, one thing I want to say, number one, you ought to know that you're a citizen of heaven before you are a citizen of America. And our commander-in-chief, the Bible says, is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we need to be paying more attention to what our spiritual commander says than what natural people say. And, you know, we hear so much about the fake news. Well, a long time before the fake news was called fake news, I was reading the good news. And I'm sticking with the good news because the good news is not fake. Amen. It's for real. shows them what to do. And I want to, I want to say again what I always say. I hope you're taking notes. And if you're not, at the very least, watch this later on off the Internet. Here's the title of the message. I got this way early this morning for anything took place. Is this, what are we going to do? And then I got after that, this is my title written in my notes, just act like the Bible's true. And I was thinking totally, when I wrote these things down, I was thinking, thinking totally about COVID and Barstow and the hospital and the community and all the things that's happened. And this still applies to that. But when we get into the message, I believe it applies to what is taking place in America too, in the political world and other things. Because we're Christians. We're affected by all these things. We're affected by the plague. We don't have to receive it. But we can't deny it. And we can walk through it. And we're affected by the political scene. Whether we like it or not, we are. And you know, I just, I just want to say this again. I've said it before. I don't speak to offend anybody. We are Christians before we're Democrats or Republicans or anything else. We are Christians. Amen. And so I have purposed my whole ministry life to stay out of politics. I've got my things I believe. I've got my way I vote and the things I do. But when I get to heaven, Jesus is not going to judge me on how many people I persuaded politically. He's going to judge me on what did you do. To help people get born again. What did you do to make disciples that follow Jesus? That's what I'll be judged on as a Bible leader. And so that's where I stick at. But we cannot help but be affected by things that are going on. And so we can't control everything going on. But we can control what goes on in our life. Amen. And so I want you to look at Hebrews chapter 13 verse 7. And then I'm going to read what I wrote down. I just want you to get there. And I want to read this. And then I'm going to read what I wrote down to go along with this. And when I wrote this down this morning, I was thinking totally about the people of our church that have been affected by COVID in their families, on their jobs. And, uh, you know, tragic to say, we lost one that's, that's a family member that's uh, in our church, good family, uh, Robert's, Robert's sister, and it's Anthony's grandma, Went to heaven yesterday from COVID. 
You know, that's, that's, and I'm not going to say that's the first one. I'm going to say that's the only one. That's the only one from our church that's going to go to heaven over COVID. She was too young to go, but she did. But we praise God that she's born again Christian. She's in heaven with Jesus. That's where she belongs. But anyway, I was thinking about things like that when I wrote this out. So I was thinking, man, our people are swarmed with all the things going on around them. Family members, friends, neighbors, people they uh, know on their jobs, etc., etc. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to keep on teaching faith and healing, keep on teaching faith and healing. And so when I wrote this title down, what are we going to do? Just act like the Bible's true. I was totally thinking about that. And so Hebrews 13, verse 7, says this. Remember them which have the rule over you. And don't let that word rule mess you up. In the Hebrew, my center column, that says spiritual guides. Spiritual leaders. And that would be pastors and Bible teachers. We're the ones that are supposed to lead you in the ways of God. We're the ones that are supposed to guide you through the Bible how to live life. And so he says, remember them. He says, remember them which have the guide over you, the lead over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God. Who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow. Whose faith follow. He said, follow the faith of your spiritual leaders considering the end of their conversation or the end of their conduct, their manner of life. And so the thing is, we need to judge the fruit of people that teach us the Bible. And according to what this says, if they got Bible fruit, we can follow their faith. Amen? And so I wrote this down this morning. I'm going to read what I wrote down. And I wrote this. I want to talk tonight from the perspective of what I've learned in 41 years of victorious Christian living to help you come out on top in the current crisis that's taking place in our nation and around the world. I was not even thinking about that, but now that's kind of taking the top of the news for a few days, the things going on. And then I wrote, I can't control how other people believe and act and what they receive from God, but I can choose what kind of life I and my family can have. And so we're talking right now about following the faith of spiritual leaders that teach you the Bible. And so what I'm saying there about me could apply to you. You could choose during the COVID crisis, the political crisis, or whatever else is going on in your life. You could choose how it's going to affect you or how you're going to take the word of God. That control what goes on in your house. Amen. And so I said, I can choose what kind of life I and my family can have, and I can influence as a spiritual leader now. I'm writing this down from my heart early this morning, and I can influence those that listen to the Word of God I teach. I can influence people that listen to the Word of God I teach, and do my best to live and be a godly role model for others to follow. Did you know that pastors and spiritual leaders are called to be role models and people can look at them? And, and when I think about that, I think about all the times that Paul said, one time I wrote him down, I think it's about four or five times Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And that word follow comes from a Greek word mimic, 
like mimic, that means to imitate. Follows, Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so that's what we're saying. We can be godly role models and people look at us and think, wow, I look how my spiritual leaders responded and they're not messed up. They're not cussing people out. They're all goofed up about what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And what my role models, Brother Hagin, always said, we're just going to act like the Bible's true. Amen. And so I got this written down still. And so from this verse, I see a Bible principle that I've lived by all of my Christian life. I've submitted to men and women of faith and listened to them teach the Bible. I've observed them and their families. And if they had good fruit and they won battles, that I did what they did. That's why David's healed. That's why I'm healed. That's why my family's, family's living long, living strong. That's through the fight. That's why through the financial battles we went through over the years, we've come out on top. That's why when we went through things trying to hit our family, uh, maybe division wise, like other families have, we come out on top, walking in love, act like the Bible's true. That's why the churches we've pastored have had majority of people live in divine health and receive divine healing if they needed it. That's why we've seen marriages restored. That's why we've seen wayward children delivered and come home. And so people that follow us as we follow Christ, they can get the victory. I'm not bragging on me, I'm talking about a Bible principle. Because I've followed great men and women of faith, and at times of crisis, I did what they did, and I got what they got. And so people, people have done likewise and followed us. So, so I've, I've, I've watched and seen, are they winning, winning the battles of life? And if somebody's, if somebody's telling me how to live from the Bible, yet they're not living it, and they're not getting the victories, I'm not required to follow them. I'm not going to, Jesus said it this way, if the blind lead the blind, they both fall in the ditch. And so I don't, I don't purpose to fall in the ditches of life. I purpose to stay out of the ditch. Amen. Amen. And so this verse and many others tell me this. This is one of God's ways to help us know what to do in 2021. I want to say that again. This is one of God's ways. Tells what to do. He said, follow the leaders that are getting the victories. Follow the leaders that are teaching the word. He said, do what they do. As you can get what they got. And I want to remind you again. He said, considering the end of their conversation. And that conversation, not talking about talking conversation. Oh, that's a part of it. But if you got, if you got a different translation, it'll say either manner of life, their conduct, their conduct, their lifestyle. And so you need to look at the families. You need to look at the people that are trying to tell you how to live spiritually. If they've got the right fruit, they do what they did. Amen. Amen. Somebody clap or give the Lord a shout or something. Man, I want to keep you plugged in tonight because God, God's going to talk to us and we are not going to be a bunch of goofy people running around like a chicken with our head cut off. What are, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? If you're going to follow me as I follow Christ, I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to act like the Bible's true. I'm going to do what the Bible says. I'm going to say what the Bible says. Amen. And I'm going to keep on listening to good Bible teaching. I'm going to keep on reading good Bible books. 
I'm going to keep on listening to preachers that I know they've got the fruit. And can I tell you something? I'll just throw this out there for free. I don't listen to very many internet preachers at all. If I don't know them and their lifestyle, then I'm not going to let them tell me what to do if I don't know what their family's doing. Anybody can read the Bible. Anybody can do a lot of good preaching. But the Bible says we're supposed to see how they live. And so I'm going to be very cautious about the newest popular guy or gal on the scene that comes out there and has a word. Amen. Amen. And so anyway, as, 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 as I'm showing you what I've done and how I live, I want to show you the primary number one thing that guides my life. First Thessalonians chapter two, verse 13. I used this verse a few weeks ago. And I want to look at it again. This is critical. This is critical. If you're going to overcome the things that are trying to destroy your family now. This is crucial. This is my number one thing. The Bible teachers that I've submitted to, the spiritual leaders I've submitted to, got this principle, this verse right here, ingrained inside of me from day one. I've lived this from day one. For 41 years, this has been how I live. I want to say it again. Paul said, follow those. Imitate those who have the fruit, who teach you the word of God if you want victory in your life. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. He says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing because... And in my Bible, this next, this, 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 this rest of this verse, I've got a circle in red. I've got yellow highlighter through it because this verse means everything to me. When you receive the word of God, which you heard of us, how many here frequently hear the word of God here? When you receive, when you receive the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, not as the word of Pastor Dave, not as the word of Pastor Samples, whoever else is up here, but as it is in truth, the word of God. As in truth, the word of God. Now look at this, which effectively works also in you. These next two words are critical. That believe. The word does not work in you if you don't receive it. And how do you know if you believe it? Because you put it into action and you talk it. That's what makes it work. And so, I wrote this down when I was thinking about this uh, this afternoon. I wrote down a spiritual law to go along with this last part. Effectually worketh in you that believe. I wrote this like, 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 like a mathematical formula or some other kind of a a thing you make a formula or equation out of, word plus faith equals results. He talks about the word here, and then he says it works when you believe it. And so you get results when you believe it. Word plus faith. So if you can see, if we had that on the screen, you see it like a teacher showed you a math problem, word plus faith equals results. And then I wrote down this, Bible faith. Not talking about human faith, 
You know, humans have a lot of faith in a lot of things. There's a lot of people had a lot of faith in politicians recently or in so-called different COVID experts that's changed their mind on so many things so many times. Had a lot of faith in them. They got let down. But Bible faith gets results. And so Bible faith is you hear the word, which you qualify for that right now tonight. You're hearing the word of God. Then you speak the word. That means when you leave the service, you're saying what the word says about what you're facing. You're saying what the word of God says about your family. I want to say it again. There's a lot of families in America. There's a lot of Christian families. I cannot control what goes on in their house. I can't control what they believe. I cannot control what other preachers preach. I can't control what your families receive. I can control what my wife and I and my family receives. I have authority in my house. I base my authority upon the written word of God, the name of Jesus, and then the most crucial thing, what are we going to do with it when nobody's looking but God? Why do you think I went through that cancer and came out healed? When nobody's looking but God, I lived what I preach. Amen. When I had that heart attack and the doctor said, you shouldn't be here, you're a walking dead man. I did exactly through all those dark days of life what I do here. I said, thank you, Jesus, by your stripes I was healed. I said, thank you, Jesus, I'm a tither, I've been covenant with you, you rebuke the devourer for me. I said, thank you, Jesus, you said faith works by love. If there's anybody that I'm having a problem with, show me and I'll make it right, Lord. I'm going to walk in love, I'm going to walk in faith. As a spiritual leader, as a role model, I'm telling you now, I can control what happens in my life and in my family by obeying the Bible and doing what I know to do. And so as I teach what I'm teaching, he said, you've received the word of God, not as just a preacher's word, but as the word of God talking to you. And then he said, then it's effective and produces when you do what it says to do. And so I want to say it again. Bible faith hears the word, speaks the word and acts on the word. Acts like the Bible's true. And so that's what we're going to do. In the times we live in, with the COVID crisis still going, what's my family going to act like? We're going to act like we're protected because we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. We're going to say what Psalm 91 says, no plague shall come nigh our dwelling. We're going to say that we have one king. It's not King Trump. It's not King Biden. Our king is King Jesus. I'm a temporary, I'm a temporary sojourner, Hebrews says, on this planet. On this planet, God does not have me living in China or Russia or Cuba or Venezuela or anywhere else. He has me living in America. But in America, the first place my address is, is Psalms 91.1. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. If that's, if that place that God has me planted is in some other country, I'm still going to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I'm going to abide by his rules, his laws, his instructions on how to live. And therefore, in Psalms 91, verse 16, I receive the word personally as God speaking to me. That's the point I'm getting across tonight. As God speaking to me. 
And so I believe, according to Psalms 91.16, because I choose to live in the secret place of the Most High, that with long life will God satisfy me and show me His salvation. And that word salvation means deliverance, safety. Well, how would that safety apply today? Well, it used to be everybody thought about airplanes. Now you better think safety applies to you for riders and for mean people and things that happen. Now you can drive down streets with no fear of somebody trying to kill your family. Safety, preservation, healing, soundness, and health. And so if you're following me as I follow Christ, I take the Bible as God talking to me. If I'm sitting at a Dr. Barclay meeting, and Dr. Barclay's teaching the Bible, as I'm reading it, I'm hearing his voice, but those words are going into my heart, and I'm saying, thank you, Jesus, for telling me that, Jesus. That's so good to know. Thank you, Jesus, for reminding me of that. I believe that, Jesus. I receive that. And my family's going to live in the light of that, Jesus. Thank you for talking to me. Amen. That's why when I say Psalms 91, and I can quote those verses, because they're not something good that I teach or I read, the stuff that I received from Jesus that applies to me. Amen. Are you, are you receiving this? Amen. And so we're talking, we're, we're talking about following those who follow Christ and get those results. And so anyway, as soon as I got born again on January 29th, 1980, and by the way, I'm getting ready to have my 41st birthday in a few weeks. Amen. Amen. In a few weeks. And you know something else I was thinking about? That uh, is a special thing to me. My grandma, and God bless all you grandmas, grandpas too, but it seems like grandmas do the main, the main work. My grandma Price, that influenced me for Jesus all my childhood, was born on January the 6th in the year 1900. If grandma Price were alive today, she'd be 120 years old. But I look up to heaven Sometimes when I'm in my prayer closet, and I say, Jesus, tell Grandma, I said, thank you. Tell Grandma that I'm doing good. It worked. She may not, get, she may not have got to see a lot of it while she was alive, but in heaven now, Jesus could tell her, hey, you did good. You took him to that Baptist church all those Sundays. You did good. It worked. Amen. And so I just, I, I, I just want to just tell you that, that day's kind of a special day to me. Because the greatest spiritual influence in my life as a child was born today. Amen. Let's give a hand for Grandma Price. (laughs) If Grandma wasn't faithful to do what she did, I probably wouldn't be here today. I'd probably be at that rich man in Lazarus, and I'd be in hell burning. But Grandma Price influenced me. Anthony, you had a good grandma. Amen. She's up there my grandma. (laughs) Amen. And so anyway... As soon as I got born again on January 20th, 1980, I immediately knew the Bible was God talking to me. And if that's not real to you yet, you need to pray that Jesus would tenderize your heart to where it is, where you'll know when you read the Bible. And he says, love, forgive. Amen? He says, by his stripes you're healed. When he tells you not to throw stones. And all the different things that the Bible says to you, you say, wow, Jesus, woo, I'm going to do that. Has anybody ever been convicted by the Word of God besides me, where all of a sudden you see it and you make a change? 
That's how I've lived. Live that way, and you're going to overcome these crises. And so I've always been hungry for God's Word, and looked at it for answers to everything, major and minor, that I face in life. And, you know, I think I think about, you know, things, whether you know it or not, Jesus has time with all the current world crisis to be concerned about the little boo-boo your child got. And he knows the number of every hair on your head. And as I was going bald about 40 years ago, I didn't want to be bald. You know, if you're bald and you like bald, that's fine. I don't like bald. And so I laid hands on my hair years ago and it actually started coming out better and better. It's thinner now, but I don't care like I used to care now. I still like my faith hair, but it doesn't bother me like it did when I was younger. That's okay, Tony. You shave yours. That don't count. You know, they're rubbing his head like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this. Because that bothered me all those years ago, and I prayed over my head that Jesus blessed me in that area there. And so I'm saying this. I have always looked to Him and the Word of God in all things major and minor. And so, how could He know the number of every hair on my head if I had no hairs? I want, I want, I want, I want to hold him accountable. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I've listened, and I'm talking about acting like the Bible's true. I want to remind you again, Hebrews 13, 7, says you're to be imitators of those who teach you the Word of God. And so I've always listened to my spiritual leaders and learned from their stories. I love Brother Hagin's stories. I love Dr. Barclay's stories. And a lot of other spiritual men and women of faith, I've said it over the years, I love their stories because their stories make the Bible come real to me to where I know what to do when I face similar situations. I remember, I, I was going to Bible school back about the time Pastor Dave got hit with leukemia and got crippled. And one of my Bible school teachers got, just got through telling a story about his son going through a serious thing and what he did, what he did when his young son was attacked. And so I took that story of that man's life, and I applied it to how I responded to the crisis as it was David, because I didn't want my three-and-a-half-year-old son to die. I didn't want him to be a cripple. And so this man's story, as influenced me with the Word of God, I took what he did, and that made the Word of God become real to me, because I didn't know how to act on the Word for that. You know, I never I never saw in the Bible, what do you do if your three-and-a-half-year-old son all of a sudden is crippled and has leukemia? What do you do? Well, I could confess a word over him, but because this man told a story with the word, I took that story and I applied it, and there he sits today. Amen. Walking and talking and preaching and doing what God called him to do. And so I've always listened and learned from the stories. When I was a baby pastor, I always asked myself, what would Brother Hagin do when I faced church problems? Because... There's so many things in life we can tell you the Bible says this belongs to you, but sometimes we don't know how to apply it to us. And so lots of times when I had church problems because Brother Hagin taught a lot about when he was a pastor, I would say, what would Brother Hagin do? And that's totally scriptural because that's what Paul said. He said, do what they did. He said, look at their conduct. Look how they live. If you want what they got, do what they did. And so I know how Brother Hagin handled problems. Now in modern times, a lot of times, I say, Lord, how would Dr. Barclay handle this? 
What would Dr. Barclay do? And I want to tell you again, that's totally scriptural, because that's what Paul said. said, follow these spiritual leaders, judge their fruit. If they got victorious fruit, and they're teaching the Word of God, then if you do what they do, you get the victory they got. Amen? And what am I doing? I'm telling you right now, as so many of you have that question going on in your life because of COVID, because of politics, or maybe personal family things as a result of all this stuff, is that you're thinking, what are we going to do? And I want to say it again. Here's what I do. I act like the Bible's true. I got that off my spiritual leaders. I've applied to my life for 41 years. That's never let me down. Because the Bible I receive as God talking to me. Amen. Amen. So I act like it's true. Amen. 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 Wherever we get close to the time, so I'll just keep on watching what I'm doing now then. Uh, anyway, because from this verse, I knew what they were teaching from the Bible wasn't just them talking. It was Jesus talking to me personally. And so for the last several weeks on Wednesday night, I have taught for the Word of God on faith, confession, and healing. And many of you paid attention and received it as Jesus talking to you personally. It's helped you to resist fear and live in peace in spite of some of you getting positive results with the COVID thing. You've come through it because you didn't let fear come in because we taught that and you received it. And so we've watched God's word work in you because you effectively believed. And so the word worked in your life. I want you to look at Romans 8.14. Romans 8.14. And I want to say it again. Title lights. What are we going to do? Act like the Bible's true. When you hear the, when you hear the fear reports, the evil reports, the bad reports, give the good news report. The Bible says. The Bible says. The Bible says. And somebody says, oh, you're one of those, huh? You're going to say, absolutely. Because I want to live and not die. Absolutely. I want my family protected. Absolutely. I want my family to live long and see God's plan for their life fulfilled. So yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> Amen. That's good preaching, but I don't say so myself. Romans 8.14 For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 16 The Spirit itself, the Spirit itself bears witness of our spirit that we are the children of God. And so we can know that God wants us to be led by His Spirit. And the primary way that I've always known what the Holy Spirit wanted me to do is verse 16. He bears witness with my spirit. I do my best not to violate down here. And you pick up on spiritual impressions on the inside down here, right Right, right here in your gut, your spirit, you pick up things. Sometimes you'll be starting to make a decision, you'll say something, and all of a sudden on the inside, you'll just feel things tighten up like a real ugly feeling. It's like, ooh, I wish I hadn't done that. Or sometimes you're praying, you're contemplating, contemplating a move to make, and things just feel real good on the inside. You get a real peaceful feeling, just that peaceful that this is right, this is good. And I'm, I'm telling you now, if you're going to follow this spiritual leader teaches the Word of God, that's the Word of God. That's how I live. And now, that's what's worked. You notice, it didn't say, for as are led by prophecies. For as are led by emotions. 
For as men are led by thoughts. Spiritual things are spiritual. Mental things are mental. And prophecies, prophecies can lead you astray. Prophecies are real. It's Bible. But he said that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. And so people can prophesy something to you. And it may be God, it may not be. But the word of God's always true. Amen. And so I want you to look at Proverbs chapter 6. That was the part of today's verse as we close. And talking about how I've received the word of God as God talking to me. And concerning being led by the Spirit of God. One of my Bible school teachers is a lady named Marilyn Hickey. Anybody ever hear Marilyn Hickey? And I still remember the day she taught this verses in Bible class. How these things jumped off of me. And they've always, always, always spoken to me. Talk about acting like the Bible's true, being led by the Spirit of God. Proverbs 6, verse 20 through 23, says, My son, keep thy father's commandment, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them, talking about the Word of God, bind them continually upon thine heart. Tie them about thy neck. And you know, today, I'd say put them on your screen saver. Have your Bible app going so you can pop those scriptures up and look at them, however way you keep it in front of your eyes. And look at this. We're talking about act like the Bible's true and let the Bible lead you by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God and the Word of God are one and the same. And so the Spirit of God is always going to lead you with the Word of God. And so it says, where thou goest, it, the Word, shall lead thee. The Word shall lead thee. Where thou sleepest, the word shall keep thee. How many want to be kept in perfect peace when you sleep, like Isaiah 26, 2 says? It says the word will keep thee. That's why for all my Christian life, back when I got saved, all we had was cassette players. I put on my cassette player. I listened to my 60-minute tape, 30 minutes on each side. If I woke up, I'd flip it over to the next side and keep on listening. And then, with the, the CDs, I'd listen to CDs. And now I listen to the iPhone to the things on there of different sermons, preachers, stuff like that, because I want the word to keep me. And then look at this. And when thou awakest, the word shall talk with thee. The word shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of destruction are the way of life. And so I've always keep my heart and my mind full of God's word. And that's how God leads me by his spirit. I've always, 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 I want to say it again, always, 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 that God talks to me by spirit, it's a Bible verse. Whether it's health things, church things, healing things, the Word of God always comes out of my spirit. The Word of God leads me. It directs me. It guides me. Tells me what to do. And so what am I going to do in 2021? I'm going to what I do in, in 1980, 81, 82, 83, 2000, 2001, 2012, 2018, 19, 20. I'm going to act like the Bible's true. No matter what I hear, no matter what I see, no matter what the threat is, I'm always going to say, what does the Bible say? Then that's the answer. Amen, amen, amen. So anyway, I just want to tell you, when you hear that question, what are we going to do? You can say, as for me and my house, we're going to act like the Bible's true.
Amen, amen. Pastor Dave. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information, visit hdwc.org.